Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. It's hard for podcasting to be the great equalizing force when podcasting's tech vendors play favorites to determine which podcasts are worthy of timely distribution. You're less in control than you think. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. With millions of podcasts now available, which means tens of millions of episodes available, the tubes that get your podcast's episodes to your listeners are getting a little jammed up. Okay, that's not how the internet works, Senator, but it's an unfortunately apt metaphor for where we are today. Because with millions of podcasts and tens, if not hundreds of millions of episodes to available, it takes a while to get the updates where they need to go. Now, we're used to having to wait some time before the directories updated their front page, if you will. But also, until recently, we have assumed that subscribers to our show, using the apps connected to those directories, someone who was subscribed slash followed, will get the episode within a few minutes of publishing. The difference is the Directory may not update for the general public, just like when a delivery comes into a store. Look, the first thing they do is fill all the existing orders, and then they put stuff out in the showroom. Same kind of deal in podcasting, if, that, if an additional metaphor is helpful for us today. But anyhow, people who were subscribed can now get it or always were getting it within minutes. Well, not anymore. A particular podcast I listened to that dropped an episode on Thursday didn't make it to me in my podcatcher until Saturday. In fact, even the episode that I dropped on Thursday, no, it wasn't just a Thursday problem, but the episode I put out on Thursday at 9.55 in the morning, it took hours, like way into the evening, like four or five o'clock, I think, before it actually reached my phone. Now, why is this happening? Well, it's happening for extremely boring infrastructure changes on Apple Podcasts specifically. I, I'm going to point you to an article James Cridlin from Pod News wrote that goes into great detail of exactly what the change is. But the headline is this. Apple does not update all podcasts at the same frequency. Instead, they, Apple, make a determination of how quickly or how worthy, if you will, your content is of being updated by then. Surprising absolutely no one, shows that have much larger audiences who put out content on a very frequent basis are deemed more worthy and are therefore updated much more quickly. 
Now, if you are troubled by this, as honestly, I was troubled by this when I discovered it. Well, that's how pretty much all podcast directories and apps work, or at least a lot of them work that way. It's just not a smart way to spend resources if you are treating, if you, the, the directory, treat every single podcast exactly the same. Look, you're wasting resources checking all those shows that haven't updated in six months. So you want to be able to refocus and make a determination of, I'll use the term again, worthiness based on a variety of factors. Now, if you're troubled by that, well, this is how search engines work. Google doesn't crawl all websites at the exact same time every single day with the same frequency or depth. And any changes that Google, for example, discovers on a website take time before they populate back in the directory. Some pages get updated quickly. Some take a long time. I think we all knew this was happening in podcasting, but I also think we all thought we could bypass this by getting people to subscribe slash follow our shows. Because then it didn't have to wait for the directory to update. It would just go automatically. Well, no. I think we can no longer safely assume that. So what do we do? What do we do in this reality that not everything, we're not all seen as worthy in the eyes of the tech gurus that hold on to all of this? I think it's especially bad if you publish a ride home format like Tech Meme Ride Home or even post reports from the Washington Post. You're no longer able, those people are no longer able to be assured that their listeners are going to get the content before the commute begins. If you're publishing first thing in the morning format, uh, like there's a podcast out of Australia called 7 a.m. It's right there in the title, 7 a.m. podcast. You can't be confident that it's going to be in your listeners' ears at 7 a.m. or even on their devices so they can put it in their ears. And it's not just these two shows. Day parting of content is a growing trend. I was reading an article over the weekend about somebody who's publishing eight different episodes per day. You can't trust, we can't trust podcast apps and services to deliver timely our content on a timely fashion. It's not a one-to-one relationship like many of us, me included, kind of assumed. But you know what is? Email. (laughs) I know, I know, I'm going to go off on email again. But really, when when you send an email to someone, it it sends. It takes a little bit of time for it to go through the pipes to get there, but that's not an app updating a directory somewhere. And yes, if you've got a giant mailing list, when you hit send, it may take several minutes and I guess possibly an hour or so for it to churn through what it takes to go through that. But at least you, the sender, received a notice when the sending is done. So you can then adjust the time you begin that job so that everything is delivered by a certain time frame for you. So if you really want to be certain that your audience knows you release an episode and probably gets it, consider email as your backup plan, as your as your sort of fail safe, if you will. Now, how you handle that email is, is totally up to you. I mean, you know, I think you know, I really go all in on the email. You can see that if you sign up for podcast pontifications in your inbox at podcastpontifications.com. 
I set that to send out every day at 10 a.m. And it's in every inbox within minutes of that. Now, plenty of people still subscribe to slash follow podcast pontifications in their choice preferred listening app. And that's fine. I'm a big fan of over delivery, not under delivery. That's my that's my goal. Have you been frustrated by slow episode delivery on your show? If not, well, congratulations, but you probably will be at some point in time. And certainly someone who you connect with likely has experienced this and is wondering what's going on. Well, email them this article telling them that there's at least a potential weird solution of of utilizing email. And if you love the idea, I would love for you to go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and slide a virtual coffee my way. That's it. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast, Pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic health care need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.